Hi hi. I'm Joshua Simon. I'm Kennedy Sung. I'm Sam Joe. And we are the, the SG Boys. Boys. That little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at the SG Boys. I am vegan now. Allegedly. No, no, no. No, for real. I'm seven days vegan now and I'm... Sure, we'll check back with you next episode, okay? Josh. At the end of the day, see how long I wish you all the best in your future endeavours and I know that you'll find happiness. Next. <laughs> next. Where are we going with oh this? Oh my gosh. Well, we're super excited today because we have a special guest, a mm-hmm. VIP, and I say V for a reason. We'll do a proper introduction in a bit, yeah. but maybe just to give you all a clue, can you make some noise, our special guest? Oh, baby, baby, how was that supposed to know? That's right, free Britney, yes, bitch. Yes, free Britney. <laughs> but before we introduce our extra special guest, it's time for our favourite segment. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> okay, so this is the part where we answer some of the questions that you send to us on our Instagram page. If you haven't followed us yet, it's at the SG Boys. Okay, this is for everyone. It's from Bala. Uh, Bala writes, which ice cream flavor do you identify with and why? Oh gosh, are we back to the ice cream analogy thing? <gasps> I just forgot about that, but hey, I'm vegan. So I can only eat vegan ice cream. So that's my flavor that I identify with. So broccoli flavored ice cream. Congratulations! I love broccoli, by the way, but I don't think they make that flavor. Like a tomiao flavor or something. Oh, bean sprouts? Do you just say tomiao? Yes, I love tomiao. Honestly, if I can get vegan ice cream because it's pretty rare, I'll just eat anything that comes my way. Okay, he'll eat anything. Y'all heard that here first. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> my favorite ice cream flavor, actually, it, I know it's not unconventional. It's kind of basic, but um, pistachio. <gasps> I like a nut. <laughs> Wait, that just came out. Sorry, I wasn't... <laughs> you, meant, Sometimes... you meant every syllable of that. <laughs> Good to know. Um, I'm sorry, Bala, this is taking a lot longer than you expected. You're getting more than what you asked for. Bala is the one who always like replies to my DMs. I don't know. Yeah, Shout he... out to Bala. Oh, is Bala the dancer? Yes. Hey, Bala, you're super talented. We love you. You're incredible. Thanks for listening. I can't choose. I love ramen raisin. I love strawberry. <laughs> and I love... Stop it. <laughs> I love blueberry and cream cheese. Okay, are we done with the ice cream question? Oh, sorry. I mean, are we done with the segment? Oh, we still got more questions. That's it, that's it. Just checking. Well, we have a special guest in the room right now. She's absolutely stunning. Samjo, how would you describe her outfit? Her outfit, oh my goodness. Um, I'm seeing a lot of yellow. It's very festive. Mm. But at the same time, it's super chic and classy. It's like a 90s supermodel vibe. And then... There's like a choker with the ribbon cascading down. Uh, and um, her choker has her namesake, which I'm really impressed by because I feel so much national pride every time I say her name. <laughs> say my name! She is our national flower, our pride and glory. Uh, Venda Miss Joking! Hello, everybody! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! All right, before we get into the tea, mm-hmm. let's answer Bala's question. <laughs> oh my what? God. Easy. Oh my God. Yeah. What is the ice cream flavor that oh, you identify shit. with? Oh my God. Girl, I can't think of one right now. <laughs> Any fruity ice cream? So like a sorbet or Singaporean say like sorbet. 
What's that? <laughs> Sorbet. Okay, I'm a little bit stupid. Like, no, what is what is that? It's the, one that it's the is, softer um, one. There's no dairy in it. it the one that melts God. melts faster. You know. Uh, that sounds disgusting. Yeah, you know those like below, you know, underneath our blogs, like yeah. mama shops. Potong ice cream lah. Yeah, potong ice cream. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Battle pop. Yeah, battle pop. I, I love a battle pop. Yeah. Oh my god, battle pop rainbow was my favorite. Yes. Mm. It was like crack. Not that I know how crack <laughs> tastes like. Nothing but I imagine la. for mm-hmm. a kid like eating a rainbow. Wow, Correct. beautiful. Even though I've known Izzy through the years since your Vogalicious days, mm-hmm. which we will get into mm-hmm. when Singapore had their very own pussycat dolls. Yeah, the male version. And I would like to also consider you a friend, which is why mm-hmm. today is just so strange and surreal for me to see you because I've been binge watching mm-hmm. Drag Race Thailand. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You are on season two. After two years. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> well, the reason why is because I think for a lot of us who wanted to support you yeah. uh, when you announced that you were going to be on that show, mm. which is a huge deal for Singaporean drag queens, right? Um, we didn't know where to watch the show. Yeah, on. I tried to find it on Netflix. I yeah. couldn't find it on Netflix. I yeah, found it's some, on Netflix. I found no. some streams and everything was in Thai and there were no subtitles. So yeah. I really wanted to watch it, but... I can't say I have. I just signed up for Wild Presents Plus. Mm, yeah. And all of the US, UK, Holland, all that. It's only yeah. like $5. Mm-hmm. And I've been binge watching it and you're absolutely fantastic <laughs> in it. You. No, look like this is our national flower. Yes. 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 Singapore absolutely. represent. And yeah. that's, that's the namesake of Vendor Miss Joachim. Correct. Right? Yeah. Because when I first started drag, my name was Isabella Riziri. And I thought, it's like, oh my God, it's too pretty. And... There's no backstory to it. So I thought Venom is Joachim is such a perfect name because I want to take my drag out of Singapore. I want to represent the, the drag community, you know, to the world. To show the world that, hey, Singapore, we have drag queens here and we're fucking talented bitches. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's yes. the house of Miss Joachim. Yes. She's the, the house mother. mother, darling. <laughs> There's so much for us to get into. So let's mm. go to the very beginning. Yeah. Wait, was... I can use profanities, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You can say whatever you want. We say fuck all the time. Okay, fuck like, me now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I'm the top, so I'll fuck someone. <gasps> go for it. Okay. <laughs> Let's go back to the start. I remember I was just really campy and soft. Uh, my aunt always tell me, you know, you can't sit like cross leg and yeah, just really feminine. I like to wear my my mom's makeup. I mean, I don't know. What about you? Do do you? Definitely, yeah, definitely. Like using curtains. Yeah, to make, I'm, to I'm make sorry, mom. Splash. Like she doesn't know this, but but there you know, newsflash. Yeah, I remember like growing up, mm-hmm. especially in the '90s, and you know how blue eyeshadow was. Oh my god, thing. those like, are the days. Very heavy eyeshadow and blue mascaras. Yeah, Romlin. Yes, yeah. gone. These mm-hmm. days only see on drag queens, but I remember my mom like really rocking it when my parents are at work, and I would sneak into the room and like just you know just dab a little on. And I started singing. I love to perform. I love to be on stage, and I remember. It's started singing when I was, say, eight years old, I think, on shows that on TV, on Surya. I explored the dance, the dance scene, and then I discovered drag when I was 18 um, in Taboo. That was my first drag experience, and I was like, oh my god, what the fuck is this? It's like, these drag queens look intimidating. Like, they can just, like, look at you and you just imagine them punching you in the face, you know? They have this aura about them. It's something beautiful about the art, and I, I really want to, like, explore more, so hence why I just... 
going to more drag shows, learn from the drag queens in Singapore and watch them putting on their, their mark, their paint, their makeup. Let's show some love to some of the drag queens uh, mm. that came before you. Who were the ones that influenced you? So Jada, Jade Rodriguez, um, is actually my drag mother. Queens like Norris, Faris Spears, Jato, Rima S, Helda, all these, like the pioneer queens, they are amazing. They, they gave me a lot of advice. Back then, I could only afford like a week from Mustafa Center. Mm. Fucking ass thirsty week. Charles and Keith, Hills, and now it's like, you just have to invest on these things, yeah. you know? Yeah. Drag is really expensive, so you guys really invest a lot, and that's yeah. so respectable. Yeah. Mm. yeah, But it's not about the money, it's about talent, clearly. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Because I can see like some queens, they have like really expensive makeup, but they look busted. Oh, your first time watching a drag performance mm. was at Taboo, right? Yeah. So you saw those fierce queens. Correct. Okay, then what made you like do drag for the first time? Was it your drag mom who said, okay, let's let's try it out? Or mm. Now, I saw this drag as a channel for me to, to use all these skills, to incorporate all these skills and talents into the art form. Because I was in a dance group and, you know, everybody wants to shine. This is just you, you know, like the attention is on you. Yeah. And I want to tell my story uh, through, through drag. I... I think it was Mariah Carey night. One of the queens did a very slow song. I think we belong together. Mm. And I, I could just tell that she wants to cry. And like, it's like, oh my God, I really want to get to know it's her. It's basically know? Mm. like drag was such a powerful medium, right? Correct. Yeah, I just respect the art of drag so much. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And I feel that drag shouldn't be just like splits and dips and cartwheels, you know, all these stunts. It's, it's more expressive than that. Did drag come in before or after Vocalicious? After. After Vocalicious. So yeah. just, just to um, educate myself, um, what is Vocalicious? Can you tell us more about Vocalicious? Vocalicious, really a bunch of army of gays, like really feminine, really campy. You will see us walking around like in, in orchard with shorts and high socks and fucking sports bra. Also, to really break the system of the dance culture in Singapore because they yeah. also like... I remember the early 2000s when everyone was influenced by this influx of dance movies. So everyone Ooh. had a crew. Yes. It was Honey, You Got Served, yes. the Step the Up movies, dance. right? Yeah. And out of nowhere came Singapore's Pussycat Dolls. Mm. And there were all these incredible videos of you guys strutting yeah. down the street, Ooh. looking all fierce and, and challenging sort of gender norms and expectations. Right. And you all also knew how to throw down like when mm. it actually came to the dancing that was formidable mm-hmm. it was almost like a like a taste of of ballroom yeah. that you brought to singapore as well bring um, it to the floor and and then from there you went into drag mm-hmm. that was a nice little gateway for you it must have been also nice to have total control of your art mm. yes how how was the first time you went in drag like mm. oh my goodness <sighs> I have very limited makeup, just really busted, thirsty ass wig. So I, oh my God, I look disgusting. I just look disgusting. I look gross, okay? I wouldn't make it to Drag Race Thailand, okay? It's it's just, oh my God. But when everyone starts yeah. out, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, but I thought I was the prettiest thing. I was the fierce looking drag queen. I'm quite proud, but not to, for today's standard. Right. You're critiquing how you looked from mm. today. Yeah. But do you remember how you felt, how powerful you felt in the first yeah. time you put your wig on, mm. you looking around, knowing everyone's eyes are on you, but you also have total control of what you are serving. Mm-hmm. It must have been empowering enough for you to say, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Rather than that's it, it's a one-time thing. Correct. I felt pretty beautiful then. I really want to do more but at the same time I felt scared because I don't want my mom to know 
Mm. And I was hiding this, you know, I don't want these pictures to go up on, back then it was Friendster, I think, right. still. Uh, my cousins to see all this, you know, I'm, I was still hiding all my drag clothes uh, in my closet. But when I'm in drag for the first time, I just feel like, oh my God, like, I don't know, like powerful. Mm. There's this another person, another side of me that came out. It's like, who is this person? Why am I extra... Campy, everything is like exaggerated. Yeah, version of me. Your Sasha yeah. fears, but you're very my Sasha, Sasha fears. Yes, and yes. you come a long way. Uh, I think a couple of years you represented Singapore in mm. Drag Race Thailand. Mm-hmm. So this is the part where we want to know everything about what the experience <laughs> was like. You are our little ticket into what it's yes. like. Yeah, I mean, that's maybe all. Singapore Tourism Board should hire me. <laughs> Hey, Thanks. why not? Okay, so Spill, so what was the experience like? Girl, it's crazy. It's cray-cray. I do casting for season two for Drag Race Thailand. I'm like, oh my God, I'm just like four days away. And I told my friend, babe, I, I just need your help to just like record me. Just simple like introduction of myself and then just put everything, all my past videos put together, make it like a music video. And I chose the song I Was Here by Beyonce and I thought that that song really fits into it. I think about a week later, I received an email saying that I'm being selected for the live auditions. And I was still working in Tantric, so I'm like, oh my god, oh, should, I, should I go, should I not? Should I go, should I not? So I'm like, you know what, fuck this shit. I'm not going to, because in Singapore, I've been doing drag for like 12 years already. And it's always the same circle, always the same cycle. Mm. Like I keep running the same, same track. Same circle, same road. Yeah, and I told myself, you know, this is a chance for you to just break through. And, and with the help of some of my friends, because... Financially, I wasn't stable. They actually helped me sponsor for my flights to go for the auditions. And Can I interrupt you there? So oh. the perception that I think all of us would have mm. is that once you're selected for a drag race and mm. you're going for the audition, and I'm guessing this is in Bangkok. Correct. Everything is all expenses paid. All you have to do no. is pick up the call and show up at Changi Airport. No, girl. <laughs> no. You have to fucking pay for everything on your own. Wow. So even accommodation there and everything? No, you have to find your own. Wow. Yeah, like your flights. The Thai queens have more advantage because they live there. But mm. for us, like for me, Jeannie and Mokadeva, we have to like fly in and out, in and out because we are still working, right? We need money to, to survive. How long was the filming schedule? So audition took place in... October, November, December, January, March, April. I think we, we stopped filming in that April. That long? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was flying in and out, in and out, in and out. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay, and where did you stay? I was staying uh, in, in Siloam, actually most affordable hotel that I actually stayed in. But before that, I was staying at this very wretched place. I was showering and suddenly there's no water. Oh. And I had to rush for rehearsal and I'm like, fuck this shit. That place, that that fucking place, please do not go to Chile, Bangkok. Please do not oh, go there. Okay. No. Imagine this. I'm with like ten luggages, there's no lift, and I I'm staying on the fourth floor. So you brought mm. everything up there. Girl, yeah. See, I want to watch that reality yeah. show. Girl. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I remember I was crying. I was there alone, yeah. You're there alone. So, mm. like, I mean, emotional support, but only via text and Correct. online. Yeah, so I remember, you know, straight away, I booked another hotel, which is the one that um, in Siloam. And it was, like, really in this deep, dark alley. Like, the car couldn't get in, so I had to bring all the tent luggages out. I'm like, oh my God, God, why are you testing me like this? Mm. Yeah, but I told myself, you know what? This is your dream. You are here... You need to just go through this, like Mariah Carey's song, Through the Rain. Through the Rain. <laughs> so you get to Drag Race Thailand, you're on set. It's also not in English. 
Did you have to like learn Thai on the spot, prepare in advance? Like, was there any kind of crash course? Co- yeah, coaching or, or anything yeah. like that? No, no, no. Pangina no. didn't sit you down and teach you. Nope. No. Nope. I always tell this to my girls: like, no excuses. You have to make it work. There you go. Yeah. Opportunity. So I, yeah. So I, I, I told myself that and just adapt just survive this competition yeah yeah. I've been watching Drag Race Thailand I'm at episode 5 right now mm-hmm. where you win your first mini challenge mini challenge as an old auntie <laughs> and as expected you know you kill the acting challenges mm-hmm. through the first 5 episodes like I also felt bad for you and I'm mm-hmm. sure a lot of the Singaporeans that did watch it or are going to watch it now mm-hmm. you can sign up for Wild Presents Plus it's only like $5 everything is there and it's subtitled in English okay yes, Perfect. I felt bad for you because every time it went to the untug segments, mm. you don't understand what they're saying. Yeah. And the first time um, you've got Gmail, which I'm surprised they kept that line yeah. in there. To um, me, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not offended by that. Right. Yeah. So the host comes in, Art and Pangina, mm. and they deliver the challenges, and it's in Thai. Mm. I'm seeing some of the contestants whispering to you as well, filling you in on what's happening. So when you look at the screen and they're telling you the riddle for the challenge Mm. of the day, how is that communicated to you in English? So thanks to Anjali, thanks to Bandit, these are the people that, that, the Thai people that can speak English. So that's how we translate some stuff. Panjana will come to us, like the international queens, and she'll translate it to English. Wonderful. Yeah, so that's where we'll understand, okay, what Ah, challenge. So that's the behind the scenes. Yeah. Correct. But also sometimes it gets lost in translation because you know like sometimes one language if you translate in English it doesn't fully translate properly it's like a broken telephone kind correct. of correct yeah. yeah. so it get lost No, so obviously they made a lot of effort to make sure that you know linguistically you weren't disadvantaged correct. but did you feel like you were disadvantaged um, regardless yeah because- this is the thing when you get into the competition and it's in Thai like it's, a, it's in Thailand itself like mm. you know the queens are trying to get the international queens out first but for me I want to like really mingle around with the other queens so I know basic like Thai basic language yeah, yeah. I don't know. maybe can, it can un- work un- as an advantage right. to me but, unfortunately yeah. it is what it is la. it is what yeah. it is la. and you went for it and that's mm. why I think it's even more admirable you yeah. didn't wait for it you didn't just say oh Drag Race Thailand it's gonna be in Thai Mm. Fuck, I'll just wait for the Singapore one. If, because you're watching now the episode 5, right? So the script that was given to us, it's in English, but it's like really broken. Um, oh. Yeah, it's like, I think they just use Google Translate from Thai to English and it's like, huh? So you jumped sense. on and you added to it as well. Yeah, right? so that's where Jeannie stepped in and she added a little bit here and there, here and there, which some of the girls is not happy, wasn't happy with her decision and Oops. thought she was a bitch <laughs> and I'm like mm, um, I'm just gonna like watch that's for the SG Boys <laughs> the SG watch. Boys untucked episode <laughs> um, and you were in the first five episodes already killing Ooh. it on stage Ooh. every look that she came out on yes oh my goodness there's one I mean I have a couple of them in my mind already the first mm. one that you came out in you wore this sort of Malay culture mm-hmm. inspired look yeah. which by the way some of these queens are shady in two languages that must have been shitty for you to not be able to like clap back yeah. clap back let's you know? talk about my entrance and someone told me that I my, so I, yeah I look I wear a trash bag what so <gasps> oh, like, girl yes hey. I was wearing a burqa for goodness sakes yeah, the last, it's a statement look the last time someone wore a trash bag they won <laughs> rest in peace Chichi Devane yes oh. Chichi as well Chichi yes. oh, right. yes. rest in peace Chichi yeah. okay I want to talk about my entrance look first because sure. when I saw RuPaul's Drag Race you know before I actually entered the competition I'm like, oh my god, if I ever join, 
I don't want to wear burqa. I want to make a statement like there is Muslim drag queens as well. And we're not afraid. Drag is not a sexual thing. We can be religious as well as, I don't know, fuck, what am I saying? Uh, I get where you're anyways, coming from. Anyways, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get where you're coming from because when you came out in that look, I got it. Yeah. When I saw it, I got it. But yeah. no one said it out loud Correct. to the camera so that mm. other people can get it too. And that was the part mm. that I was a bit bummed out. I yeah. liked the show so far. I just felt like there wasn't anyone there to sort of praise you for what you're bringing mm. on stage. Yeah, but didn't see that, yeah. Yeah, but thankfully also you gave us this incredible like covered in mud look and then you had like a, a, like a flower that grows yeah. from her head. And this wow. was the rainbow after the storm challenge mm-hmm. and she absolutely killed it yeah. and then you did this is me this incredible lip sync for your life oh you watched it and I'm the greatest showman is it which is also a very important song for me because mm-hmm. I was part of the recording Correct. process for that song in London yes. so when I saw that parallel and you're singing your heart out for this is me yeah. I don't know I'm just I'm just very proud of you you went for it and and you saw this as a chance out of Singapore mm. to to really shine and did you prepare all those costumes beforehand? How did that... We need to understand this because every time you came out, it's like, holy crap, where did this look? I've never seen it at Tantric. Were all these costumes like hiding in the 10 suitcases? <laughs> yes. Or, yes, yes. You know, when you're on the show, they'll give you a list. 50 challenges. So out of 50, they only choose like 13. So you've got to prepare like 50 costumes. Oh, wow. Five yeah. zero. Five zero. So, and also I didn't have much time, much money. So I was just borrowing stuff and using all my old stuff. And yeah, just, I don't know, somehow it just works. What was the atmosphere you? like among the other queens in Singapore? Mm. Were they looking at you like, she is vendor Miss Jo Kim. She's mm. representing Singapore and Drag Race. All of our stuff, everyone, put one big bag. Mm. We're going to send to a house now. <laughs> Well, some of the queens are really helpful. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, we want to know who were the helpful ones and who were your best friends there. Um, most, most of my girls helped me. Um, Rima S helped me with my flights. Um, you know, she sponsored me flights uh, oh. using her extra miles because, babe, if you were to calculate everything, it's like, oh my God, it's the price money already. 20 over $1,000? Yeah. Yeah, just for that. Drag Race Thailand, flying in and out. So, thanks to Rima, thanks to Gerard, like, people in backstage, like, we did a fundraising thing. Queens like Faris, Jada, you know, like, for, for their costumes. So, I am really grateful that these people exist yeah. in my life. So, yeah. Yeah. The other incredible thing that we know Drag Race for is that even if you don't win... Mm you can find your fame and success outside of the show. Mm. And um, we saw your followers increase Mm. dramatically on Mm. Instagram. Not yet verified. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) And then you flew to New York recently for DragCon. Yeah. Oh my God, DragCon was amazing. You just don't expect fans from US to actually know about Drag Race Thailand, but they are there. We love you for, for your craft, for your art, and it's amazing. Lah. And the gifts, you know, they, they bring. It's like, oh my God, it's really like... Oh. And your heroes were there as well. Yeah. RuPaul, I was just standing behind him. But I don't know, you just like look at me and Angela and just walk away. Oh. Yeah. You know why? Because the cameras went rolling. Oh. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, but Queens like Brooklyn Heights, she was just standing next to me, but she I don't know, like what's up with these US Queens? Like they are so shady. Really? Oh. Yeah, did she so did she rude. give you the side eye? Yes, girl. Because <gasps> sort of like the stage manager asked us to move uh-huh. and she didn't want to move. 
And I'm like, Angelie, we just stay here. We're not going to move too. If she's not going to move, I'm not going to move. Because wow. we know that RuPaul is going to be there. <laughs> right, so right. I'm like, I'm not going to move. Yeah. Damn. I came all the way from Singapore for going to take to the US. So here I was trying to like frame this really sweet story no. of you going to America, <laughs> meeting yeah. your heroes. And then even yeah. there, you still have to fight. Yeah. Some girls are, uh, are nice. Like Yuhua, she was nice. Um, I saw that you uh, you were on her show. Brilliant yes. opinion. She's crazy. Yeah. That bitch. You two are really crazy. You two really hit it off, I can tell. Like, yeah. there's, some ke- there's a lot of chemistry between Mm-mm. both of you. Like, you know BB Bibi Sarabane was like smoking weed inside the changing area. <laughs> I'm like, Evie, uh, okay, girl. Oh, mm. Evie Otley was nice too. Like, I'm she, sure Evie, Evie comes it. off as a very nice queen. Yeah. yeah. She actually told us that she actually watched very Stalin. So, that's wow. Nice. Yeah. I love that. Mm. Yeah. Some queen's like, huh? Trey Stalin, who? Mm. It's like, who are you? Well, you made it all the way, I think, to the semifinals, which also means that there's a chance we could get an all-stars with the return of Izzy. Hopefully. Would you? The return of Vanda. Yeah. Would you Vanda, yeah. ever say yes to another Drag Race show? Now that you know how it's like behind mm. the curtain of Oz, mm. you understand the mechanics of how it is to do a reality show. Mm. Would you join again? Would you encourage your girls from the house of Estrokim? Yeah, I mean, definitely. If they call me for All-Stars, definitely I'll join. Because I think I'll be more prepared financially. But season three coming up, hopefully there are sponsors for, for the show. I'll ask my girls to join. Yes. Yeah, definitely, because we need more Singapore representation. And we want to talk about that as well, because obviously you're a drag mama. Tell us about your house. Like, you know, how does a drag house work? Like, mm. for those of us who, who don't really know, and mm. how does it work in Singapore? Like, yeah, it must be different from the American houses, right? I feel mm. like in the past couple of years, people are starting to understand what this house thing means, mm. especially with Pose. Mm. In Singapore, when we see House of Miss Jokin, does that mean that they all literally live in the same house? No, not literally. No. It's more, for me, when I started this house, it's more of like, I want my legacy to go on. You know, I want to pass down the skills that I have, the talents that I have, and the advice that I can give them to make them a better performer. That's what I want. Yeah, I can't speak for other houses, but that's for my house, I do that. If I have shows, like corporate shows outside, like I bring the girls in with me. A house for me joking production, that's what I want to do. Yeah. How did it start though? It started with a competition actually called Drag Academy. It started mm. in play and in taboo. And then that's when they asked the winners to come up with like their own house and then compete with other houses. So from there, and then, yeah, it started growing. Yeah. I see. Mm. So today, mm-hmm. where is House of Miss Joachim at today? How many members are we talking about? Um, How many I have fabulous seven members? Seven crazy daughters, different personalities, um, very pretty in their own ways, crazy talented. So we are just busy doing our YouTube channel, like House of Miss Joachim, a different series, uh, Monday, Tuesdays uploads, yeah. Also, you recently did a, a YouTube video with Becca DeBus. Yes. You talked about the mistreatment that Correct. you get Correct. in a lot of these bookings as well. Is there anything else that you want to share with? us I can't really blame the booze, you know, I can't really blame alcohol. If that person really touched you inappropriately, it's a no for me. Mm. You know, when you Definitely. pull a queen's yeah. hair, it's a no for me. When you touch a queen's face, it's a no for me. And especially girls uh, coming to gay bars, you know, tantric, you know, it's a safe place for us. But when you come in and start harassing queens and touch, like grabbing their crotch or, or touching their boobs and squeezing them just to make sure that it's there, it's like, that's really like that's fucked happened? up. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really fucked up. And a girl came up to me. It's like, you know, she just really 
grope me. Don't tell me that you just see a drag queen and you think we're mascots. No, we're not. You know, yeah. we're still human. Don't give me this reason that if I'm a hot guy, I think you will like it. I'm like, no. Doesn't matter who you are. You can be fucking alien from outer space, and you touch me like that, I'll punch the shit out of you. You know, don't give me that stupid excuse. Yeah. It's, it's it's no, it's a no for me. Don't mess with a drag queen. Yes, do it's not. a boot for me. Basically, do not, do yeah. not ever mess with. A drag I mean, queen. because this comes from a place where I was being bashed in the streets in Singapore. You know, you do not do that to me anymore. I do not like to be taken advantage like that anymore. Because I remember I was in National Service in 2009 and I was just walking in Fais Plaza wearing long jeans a pullover bald and three freaking Malay guys just punched me in the face and I wouldn't allow that anymore I wouldn't allow that kind of disrespect anymore to me Listen, that was a hate crime because of I'm I think because of Vogelicious um, you know it went viral and people know us and I think they're just, just they're just homophobic mm. yeah and they targeted you there yeah no, I'm so sorry that happened. Mm. Like, And I think it's a good reminder also that these things still happen. I personally know people mm. who after tantric and then they're on the way home and sometimes, you know, you go to the back alley to smoke and stuff mm. like that or you take a shortcut. Yeah, yeah. one of my friends got jumped and to this day, he has a bit what? of a scar here. Yeah, this was oh, this was only as recently as like, no what, way. three, four years ago. Oh and that's something, that people, that's something that people don't talk about. It's just really sad, you know, these things are happening in Singapore. So, the last thing yeah. we want is for it to happen <clears throat> in our house. Yeah. So a little reminder for anyone who is an ally mm. uh, to the community or if you are from the community and you bring someone from the outside into our bars, into our clubs, remind them that they are guests yeah. in the house. Educate them on how it works, Correct. on what is appropriate and what's not, and what behavior we will not tolerate. Preach, yeah. Joshua Simon. Yeah. Preach. And another reminder... We have what we have also because our drag queens, um, our individuals from the trans community have always been on the front line. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And uh, so let's let's not forget that. Even though you wear makeup, you put a wig on and, mm. and you've got this uh, cute little outfit on and you're mm. expressing yourself, you're lip syncing for your life. You're also a warrior for our rights. Thank you. And and the drag queens have always been in every culture, have always been at the forefront. Yes. And if you feel someone's going to attack you in a bar, just approach any drag queens and just inform someone and we'll protect you. Like, we'll just like, who? Show me. <laughs> Bring me to that person. That bitch. Boom. Woo. Yeah. And you're only like that because you've seen it all. Yeah. 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 And we will be there for you. With the COVID crisis, like, I'm Correct. pretty sure, like, you know, all your gigs, there weren't already a lot to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then it went not even more, right? Mm-hmm. So that must have been the. Was it tough last year during COVID? Oh, uh, depressing. It was really depressing because I think most of our performers could relate. Like, we just want to get on stage and just perform. I did this online thing. It's just different. Like, usually after performance, you get people, like, audience cheer, and this is like, huh, you're done? Okay, not drag. Then, like, eh, nothing, ah. Please, the government, if you're listening, just open up the class already. I need to perform. Well, the government, you if you're listening, you can listen to all the other episodes. We have so many things we want to communicate to you as well. Now it's like, there's no performance, right? No mingling whatsoever. So mm-hmm. now I'm just depending on things like online. And also I'm doing grab, grab, grab. Grab delivery, grab yeah. yeah. You mm-hmm. are... Oh. I'm riding a bike, cycling around my place. <gasps> 
Oh my goodness. Losing weight. So if I ordered like grab delivery now, maybe you would be come knocking <laughs> yes, on my door. Can you imagine? Like, hey. Girl. <laughs> your foot is your darling. Seriously, part time. <laughs> yeah. Have you looked at yourself lately? <laughs> <laughs> well, but can I say this? You know, to those people, like some of my friends who I told about this, they're like, huh? They're judging me. Check yourself before you wreck <laughs> yourself. Bam, bam, bam. My motivation is like, okay, there's money. I'm going to cycle. I think mad respect for doing whatever you can, hustle, grinding. Yes. Even though I would love to see you do grab bike with full drag. No, girl. It's hot. It's It's panas, babe. I feel like you should do it just to fuck with people's minds. No, like, it would be so awesome. No. Like, you deliver. Well, you do have a YouTube channel. We mm. can do a whole drag queens who deliver. <laughs> I think that would be quite brilliant. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But right now, it is a special segment. It is that episode where... We are looking at 11 year old. Oh my gosh. Azizul Mahathir. Oh my gosh. Performing on stage. <laughs> what show is that? It's a singing competition. My goodness. Oh my The year God. was 2000, the millennium year. Landamis Jokim, what would you say to 11 year old Azizul Mahathir? On stage here right now. <laughs> wow. What would you tell him? Oh my god. Just be be yourself, be you. Don't be afraid to be you. Be brave and your mom knows about you, like since you were young, so don't hide anything from her. Um family some family members will disappoint you in life, but you make it true and yeah, just keep singing, dancing and performing and entertaining everyone because even though how sad you are, you know, you'll make people stay by just entertaining them. So, yeah, and you'll be happy at the end. Yes. You are so much more than the outfit, so much more than a drag queen. You are an artist, you're an incredible human being. Still so much to offer this world. Yeah. Um, let's run through all your... Let's do your plug right now for yeah. YouTube channel. Where it's can we find you? It's not over yet. Yes, you can follow me on Hustle Me Joking YouTube channel. And we have Monday uploads, Tuesday uploads. And yeah, just watch our series. Turn on your notification buttons and subscribe to us. Thank you very much. What about Instagram? Are you also on TikTok oh, like Kennedy? Sure. I thought you have OnlyFans? No. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Wait, wait, where do you hear that from? Uh, I don't know, some bird. <laughs> Vanda Miss Joakim, Vanda Miss Dot Joakim on Instagram. I don't have TikTok because I'm not Kennedy. <laughs> yes, I don't understand all these Gen Z things. Are we getting an album? No, unless you write something for me. You know, we've been we talking supposed about this to, yes. for the longest time. And the song is called oh Lion. So yes. she's, oh my god! Remember, Josh yeah. is a writer. I I can compose because I'm classically trained. Uh huh. <laughs> so uh-huh. we can do something together. No, actually, we came out with the beats already. Oh, just really? That, mm-hmm. Okay, but girl, we need to sit down over coffee. Yeah. Because I'm in another level when it comes to production and stuff right now. I we remember need to... your your father actually picked me up from Bukit Panjang. <laughs> <I laughs> think... <gasps> no, Izzy and I go way back. You're 
his daddy? Yes. Yeah. Is he not go way back? Like his biological dad. Yes, of yeah. course. Way yeah. back. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I kid you not when I say Izzy has a beautiful voice. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful voice. Uh, so it's mandatory that after Drag Race you have to release an album. So we need to work on some magic this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the year of collaborations. Yes. It is the year of um, investing in our dreams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say something before we finish this. Um, do you remember the music video that you did? Yeah. And we had a special moment, you, me, and the late Karui Kwan? Yeah. I just want to thank you for doing that because I think that was our last time, just, you know, you, me, and him together. Yeah. And after that, he just, he just left. Yeah. Yeah, he just passed. So thank you for that. Thank you because that's really memorable and yeah. Yeah. For someone listening right now who wants to try drag this year. Mm-hmm. Be yourself, find your own identity. There's a lot of drag queens copying other drag queens. So you need to find your originality. Why are you laughing? I'm speaking the truth. <laughs> no, it's, that's so shady. I don't yeah. No, it's true. You need to find your own identity. Be you, be original, be fresh. And most importantly, be entertaining if you want to be a drag queen. Before you go, though, mm-hmm. there is a very crafty queen in this room. Uh-huh. Okay, out of the four of us. Okay, so it's time for a fashion photo review. Okay. Oh, no. What? I'm very scared. Okay. Oh, my I'm God. very, very so, scared. Oh, my God. So, Sam Joe <laughs> oh makes his own costumes uh-huh. all the time for Halloween, Chinese New Year. Uh-huh. It's time to toot or boot okay. these looks. Okay, okay, let's do that. Starting with his most recent Chinese New Year look. Um, <laughs> Sam Joe, oh explain this look. To be fair, neck down, I'm wearing like a red cape and a tuto which is like a ancient Chinese undergarment mm-hmm. and like red shorts because yeah. I wanted to be you know weather conscious neck up I'm actually an ox I was supposed to be a golden right. ox okay I see it oh now happy new year yeah 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 new but I didn't year. I didn't go there I said happy moo year because I'm more original like that oh yeah, yeah. bitch I'm a cow and I styled my I styled my hair like you know two horns so okay. that, that was but nobody really got there my family members looked at me and they were like uh, are you would you so. toot or boot this look? Uh, I don't really understand the lotus flower. I think you should place it at your pussy area. <gasps> that would be awesome. That would be amazing. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Um, the brows. I live for the brows. I live for that hair. And the two oranges. Yeah. I'm going to toot it. Thank you. Toot it. Toot it. For Halloween. Ooh. Medusa is oh my shaking. God. My friend and I usually we team up to do Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. Sue Ann, shout out to Sue Ann. And we wanted to do a twist on the Medusa uh-huh. myth, right? Because there's this famous sculpture but yeah. a guy and he flipped it around. So instead of Perseus cutting off Medusa's head, the sculpture had Medusa cutting off Perseus's head. Mm. She knows her history. So we kind of like did a spin on that. Obviously, I wanted to be Medusa. So. Mm. And then we did a whole like Greek theatre yeah. performance. This is great. I love this. Right? It's just that I... I I hope there are more snakes. If you swipe left, you can see more. Oh, is it? He spray painted over these snakes that he got. So he's a crafty queen from Spotlight. That's our performance. So we did live performance. Ah, I love it. You know, (laughs) the most... I'm, I'm just looking at your crotch. Is it? Is it okay? That's, is it distracting? That's a, that's a big crotch, babe. Is it? Yeah, it's it's. So <laughs> what do they call it? He's, it's a meaty tuck. It's a meaty tuck. It's, it's a meaty tuck. Why? Thank you. It's a handful and a half. 
I love it. I'm going to toot it. You're going to toot it. Love, love. And for the final look of the week, just like how you, Venomous Joe Kim, uh-huh. walked into the workroom with your culture, Sam uh-huh. Joe walked in with his. <gasps> look oh, at is, is this. Is that Guanin Ma? <laughs> yes. Sam Joe as Guanin Ma. Sam Joe, explain the look. I wanted to do a squat really badly. Okay. That's my dream. My, like, usually, you know, I don't want to do Halloween alone. It's like so lonely, okay. right? So I wanted to do tea flavors. And so there's this particular tea flavor called like um, the Iron Goddess of Mercy, right? Tie Guan Yin. So instead of just doing pure Guan Yin, I did a metallic version of Guan Yin. Right. And if you notice, instead that of the, is so fucking smart. Yeah, instead yeah. of instead of the vase, oh my God. that's why my yeah. face was metallic. Correct. And it was instead of the vase, I had a teapot. Mm, and uh, my shit. dad's laksa leaf Do it That is such a fucking Smart work play on Tia Kwan <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank oh you Oh my god I never heard anyone do it before You should be a drag queen mm. <laughs> I love the reference Whatever they just said <laughs> yeah. um, Yes If you want to no wear shit. this Kind of dress Make sure you iron it first Okay oh! But I'm gonna Give you props for it Thank okay, you thank It's you. a two. <laughs> it's a two. Oh my goodness The concept is there But execution wasn't <laughs> yeah, The execution is not there So <laughs> The kind of magic That'll happen If you two are in a room together yeah. With a whole bunch of textiles Oh my I god I love it I love it uh, Do not leave fabrics of gaze Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'll turn it into something But I'm team hot glue though I can't sew Same yeah. Oh you can't sew I, I hand sew only oh, hand sew. Uh, But that is, that is a talent In yeah. and of itself Sewing machine I, I can't Put me in a workroom. Uh-huh. I'll be the Kamora Hall. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Time management. Yesterday. Look, no, no, not everyone is Jada. Stop relying on the designers. She's bought Mackie. I'm always running out of time. That's that's for me. But my process, like, I take time, you know? It takes time to look fabulous. That's what I'm going to say. The SG Boys. That little gay podcast from Singapore. Subscribe and find us on Instagram at The SG Boys. The beliefs, views, and opinions expressed on this podcast are attributable to its hosts only and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, organization, company, or individual.